Chris Bachman here with Coach Josh Wheaton on Spock Sports Show. Just a little preface here. If you hear a little itchy-gitchy, this is just little issues with our phones when we were doing this interview. Coach, first of all, congrats on the gig. And I don't know if there's a lot of people in the mid-Michigan area that don't know who you are. But if there is somebody that doesn't know exactly who you are, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and your football background? Uh, hey, I'm just, a, I'm just a dad and a teacher and a coach. That's all, you know. I mean, um, that's what I do. And... Uh, <laughs> And my football background all goes back about 13 years. Um, you know, I started coaching in Shepherd, and then I moved on uh, to uh, Mount Pleasant on Coach McIntyre's staff. And I was with him the last 10 years. And then um, the opportunity came up at the place I teach. And, um, you know, they came to me and, and uh, let me know that there was going to be an opening. And I always thought, you know, I've, I've probably been thinking the last few years anyway, there was an opportunity to coach the kids I teach. Um, I would probably take it, and I wasn't 100 percent sure because I was really because I liked uh, I liked everything about where I was, and I liked the guys I worked with, and I liked kids I worked with. But I, I figured if, if I was going to do it, now had to be the time. So took took uh, I took that job there, and we've been running ever since. So and now, who are some of your assistants going to be on the team? Uh, well, the, the my main assistant is Chris Weber. He was been on the staff at Sacred Heart. Um, he was on the staff last year. Was actually over to Mount Pleasant with us the year before that. Actually, it might have been two years. I'm not quite sure, but he was on the staff at Mount Pleasant with us. Then he came back to Sacred Heart. He teaches there as well. So um, it just made sense. And uh, when he was with that with the previous head coach, and I asked him if he wanted to stay, and I gave him a little bit more um, responsibility and. And he and I are kind of doing it together. And then we've got um, our lower level. We have a JV team and our JV coach um, also coach our older kids, position coach. And so we kind of work together most days. And then we split off and do our own thing for a little while. But then um, on Friday nights and Saturday nights, we're going to be, um, there'll be a, a four-man staff, if not a five, because the legend, Rick Roberts, is actually on our staff too, but um, he's limited on on how much time he can give. But um, but he gives us everything he's got. He's got when he's there. So um, so we're pretty we're pretty full with staff. Right, and that you know having a coach Roberts there, that's what was your first year as a head coach. If you do have any questions, there's a Hall of Famer right next to you to ask. That that's not bad to have. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad having a Hall of Famer on the staff. It's not bad having the guy that's won the last state championship there on staff either. So it's, he knows what that he knows what that's like, and he knows what that take so and now what has this offseason your first offseason been like how the numbers been I know you guys you said you had a JV team so that's really good news yeah it is good news to be the first time we've had a JV in a long time um the numbers are good they're not great but they're good and you know in the winter time when we held our first meetings kind of get an idea of you know who who's going to be there and and that kind of thing. Um, we were somewhere around 33 or 34 kids. And now, you know, when, when it's time to, you know, put rubber to the road, um, that number shrunk, of course. So right now we have 13 committed on varsity and we have 13 committed on JV, which seems like small numbers, but um, all 13 are the right 13 on, on both levels. So we have the right kids that are in the program right now, and we're excited about that. So And uh, Halliday, Rose, Josiah Howell are, are a few of the names that I know that will be back from last year. Where are we going to see them on the field this year? Uh, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those guys are going to play. I mean, you know, Joe, Big Joe, you'll see, you'll see him – you know, not very far away from the football usually. Um, but the other guys that you mentioned, you know, they've they've already, you know, the state allows us to get together a certain number of days. And, and with a new coach,
coach, new coaching staff, um, you know, completely brand new system. Um, we've, you know, the kids have been really good. Um, they've learned a lot in a short period of time. And I, I think they're, we're ready to hit August 8th, you know, hit the ground running and, um, and, you know, Caden Rose and, Aiden Halliday and Joe McDonald and Jason Bogue and Connor Stemke. And we have a, a couple of seniors that are coming out for the first time. One of them's, uh, um, is going to be, uh, somebody that catches everybody's eyes the second they walk into the stadium. Roman Addison, 6'4, 250 kid. Um, you know, he's playing all over. So these guys, are, they're, they're learning everything. They're learning all the spots. And, you know, if we need to do some shifting around, we're going to be able to do that. And, um, we're excited. We're ready to roll. And I know it's, very early um you know i was talking with both coaches i said this too but is there any kids that you know really surprise you this offseason that might make some noise and do you know who might be under center for you well yeah i mean right now we have two kids working at quarterback um and our offense is going to be if you've ever went to a mount pleasant high school football game things are going to look very similar to that you know our terminology is the same we run the same style you know we're, we're going to be a, a power run football team um you know we're going to run it out of multiple formations and um it's going to look like a different play every time and we'll throw the ball when we need to and we got the guys that can do it and um you know we're uh Right now, we're, we're, we've got two kids, Connor Stemke and Jason Bogue are the ones taking snaps right now, and they both look really good. Um, Connor's the older kid. Uh, Jason Bogue is the younger kid, but um, Bogue's a sophomore and Stemke's a junior. Um, but they both look really good. And they're both picking up the offense really quickly. They both have their own unique set of skills. And um, at this point, you know, as a coaching staff, we're, we're right now where we're – we don't care which one it is. We're gonna be we're gonna be fine with either one of the two, and the good thing is is that if whichever one isn't under center is gonna be doing something else for us because that's you know that's, those are the kind of players they are. So yeah, when you have those kids learn that quarterback position, they know all the other positions, so it's really easy for them when they're athletic to go out there and adjust. I feel like, and if anybody's you know like I said been around my plus if anybody's been around high school, it's very important to be able to have two quarterbacks back there. You know that whole thing. If you've got a quarterback controversy, you don't have a quarterback. I think that's the farthest thing from the truth the more good quarterbacks you have the the better problem it is and now right and they and, and they both have and they both like i said they both have their own unique set of skills you know i mean it, they both can throw the football so it's not like if, if we've got one in the game then uh you know that we're going to throw the football or vice versa it's, it's never going to be that way so um what our ideal you know, ideally, we would hope that one of them settles into the position, and then the other, you know, settles into his spot. But, um, but right now, it's it's too early to know that, and um, and we're just, you know, we're just excited that we we have two very capable kids that can do it. So yeah, but now you didn't have to do all the two hour bus rides that some of these kids that are coming back from this team last year. But no more North Central Thumb League. Just such a better fit. Breckenridge, Coleman, Vesterberg, Merrill, etc. Kind of back in the MSAC with eight man football. How do you feel about that? And like I said, a little bit different for you because you weren't there last year. But is that something the kids are excited for? Yeah, they're excited. Um, I'm excited too. I mean, I, I, I used to, I went to school the next day or the next Monday to hear the stories about the trip. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, our farthest trip is going to be Weberville and that's, you know, that's a hour and 25 minute drive or whatever it is. And we do those, in the, you know, we did those in the Saginaw Valley. So, um, so that won't be anything new. No, we're excited about the new conference. We got, we basically got every MSAC team in the conference that plays eight man football other than Ashley. Ashley stayed uh, up into the thumb, I believe. But, um, 
We have all the other eight-man schools in our conference or, you know, from the MSAC that are in the conference. And then we have four, um, four teams that will be joining the conference that aren't regular MSAC schools. So, so it's it, – and, and, and a lot of competition. You know, there's there are three or four teams that have been playing eight-man football for a while and have, you know, they've enjoyed some success you know, in their programs. And, and, uh, that's where, that's where we want to be. You know, we, we want to play teams like that. You know, it's not much different than our softball program. You know, we, we, we welcome playing good teams. It's the only way that we get better. And it's the only way that we understand, you know, what needs to be done in order to, um, achieve that ultimate goal. Yeah. I think you got to state finals. Yeah, and I think you kind of talked about it some. If you've been to a Mount Pleasant game, if you're talking about the offense, it's obviously going to be different with eight-man, but you're going to be multiple is kind of what I'm thinking if you say that. You're going to be able to switch to different positions, a little shotgun, some under the center, maybe some wing-back action, maybe even some I-form. I've seen that in the eight-man. You're going to be kind of yep. doing – Yep, yep it'll, be, it'll be all of that, everything that you just said. All right. So, I mean, yeah, you, it, it's, it's the offense that I know best, and um, we have the kids to run it. You know, a lot of times – you know, a lot of coaches will, they will, whatever their offensive team is around the types of kids that they have. And, and we have the type of kids to run this, this offense, the one that I know best. And it's just power football. It's, it's, you know, guys are going to get on you and, and you better be able to tackle. That's all I can tell you. And, and, uh, and when you do, we'll do something else, <laughs> you know, I mean, well, that's, that's the plan. So, so, uh, so no, I, I'm super excited about the kids we have. I'm super excited at how much they've learned over the summer. I'm super excited about everything. And, uh, they've been working hard. They've been in the weight room three, four days a week and, um, everybody's showing up and that's a, that's a good sign. A really, really good sign going into August. So. Yeah. But I'm going to kind of end here with the same thing I did when I was talking with coach Gross, coach, uh, coach McIntyre earlier i just people more people need to come out to the games we're going to be doing some video this year it's going to be really cool on buck 92 uh, radio's facebook page but the friday night lights we know how special it is if you could describe it to somebody what would you tell them they're missing if they're not coming to games on friday nights well if they're not coming to games on friday nights they're missing like one of the biggest pieces of americana right yeah. i mean like friday night football is 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 just it's something that obviously we hold dear, you know, to us, and and it's an experience unlike any other. Um, you know, football, the game itself is 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 different than most others, and and it's in my opinion, it's the ultimate team sport. And you know, you can't have you know if you're if it's eleven man football, you can't have t- ten guys doing their job and one not doing it. In eight man football, you can't have seven guys all doing their job and ha- not having one do it. And uh, and when it happens, and when they all do, it's a beautiful thing. And Friday night under the lights is, is where it happens. Unfortunately for us, we have to play a lot of Thursday and Saturday games because of the official shortage. And and uh, I was able to I managed to get two of our three Saturday games played at night. So um, so our two Saturday home games will actually be seven seven o'clock kicks instead of you know the one o'clock in the afternoon kick, which is an unnatural thing for high school football and you know right in the middle of the college football day and everything else our first two games are thursday nights which that's not all that uncommon you know in in you know, in Michigan, but um, we have the three Saturday games, and two of those will be under the lights. So we're excited about it. Yeah, thanks so. for telling me that. I got to make some adjustments to our schedule now. But hey, I like I like the Saturday seven o'clock too. I think I think that's going to be great. All right, Coach, thanks so much for talking to me, man. We appreciate it. All right, Chris, thank you. 